You know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. room and you don't want to wake them up with the bright overhead lights but you need to turn on a light to see what the hell you're doing now there's a solution you have to try lumify's unite light i love my unite light seriously a game changer if you work the night shift like we have for years it's super small and clips to your scrub top has three different color settings and emits enough light to illuminate your workspace check iv sites vent checks honestly you name it in the middle of the night the Unite Light was created by healthcare workers, our amazing friends Jen and Anthony over at Lumify, for healthcare workers. You can get your own Unite Light or anything in the Lumify marketplace for 10% off with our discount code DODPODLUMIFY. That's D-O-D-P-O-D-L-U-M-I-F-Y to get 10% off your order today. How was your stretch of shifts this week? Oh, not bad, but uh, I guess that's something to talk about. So, <laughs> I, the past two days, I had a one-year-old. Oh. In the NICU. Okay. Yep. The oldest, oldest boy. Oh. And I, I had him on his birthday. Oh, sweet boy. I know. I felt bad because I was like, I just met you, and it's your first birthday, and there's so many nurses that, like, know him and love him. Like, he had so many gifts he had two cakes and he had like i don't know all the girls were just coming in and and playing with him and everything and i was just like i'm a stranger to to this boy (laughs) oh i felt bad but he was really nice but it's it's i was thinking about how far i've come because the first level four i worked in was with you in colorado and i remember they tried to give me the one-year-old and I refused the assignment because I was scared. But he also had trach, ostomy, EVDs, I think. Yeah, he and, he di- and he died. Like, he tried to die all the time yeah. from what I heard. So I was really scared. So I was like, I don't have that experience, no. But, I mean, he, this kid wasn't quite quite as, like, sick. Like, he was stable. Um, but trach and G-tube and everything and – but I just, I felt proud because I was like, it doesn't scare me anymore, you know? And it's mm-hmm. it's cool to see, like, the progress in a couple of years by just having exposure to different types yeah. of assignments and stuff. But totally. Because it's terrifying your first time. You're like, I've never seen that before. Like, I don't, that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> and then yeah. you, like, once you, like, have to take care of it, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. for me, like, I was more eased into it because instead mm-hmm. of taking care of the one-year-old with all that stuff going on, it was like I'd have a kid with um, a trach. And then, then like, then I had a, a bunch of, you know, co- kids with um, ostomies or G-tubes and um, all those different things you just become more comfortable with. So mm-hmm. now, like, I think I could handle that. But yeah, um, at the time, and I was he, like, just a level three nurse. I know. He was um, – I took care of him a couple times. And the, more, the thing that was, like, the most difficult about him is that he was – like big boy 
like yeah. he wanted interaction and um his e- his evd was a little complicated and then he had a ton of meds like it was just kind of like more a lot more tasky like when i had him i don't think he was like as trying to <laughs> like i feel trying like he needed to be suctioned and stuff but like it wasn't as like those kids that you're just like are t- like code constantly um but yeah he just had so much going on it was very overwhelming yeah the older babies are just more busy like it's not always hard but it can be just mm-hmm. busy because it, it takes forever to get out of the room because you're like you can't leave a screaming kid mm-hmm. you know trying to get them to settle down and take a nap or like maybe they don't want to sleep maybe they want to stay up they want yeah like you said interaction and playtime and like to see different things not just lay there all day but it's hard mm-hmm. with like one person if you have another patient or multiple other patients it's it can be challenging but yeah. I was so lucky this this unit's great like all the girls are so nice they were also helpful like one girl who she works in that um, bigger baby area a lot so she like she was like he's like my son she's like I'm gonna bathe them okay I was like okay go ahead she was like I was like do you need help she's like nope I got it I was like great thank you (laughs) she weighed him bathed him because he had cake all over his face cutie pie oh I love it yeah he was sweet so poor boy had to brush his teeth I was like what is this that is that (laughs) oh I had to do that on the big baby too I was like I've never in my life done that it was wild (laughs) I was like wait he has actual teeth that need to be brushed and it might sound crazy to like other types of nurses that were like, "Oh my gosh, he's one years old," but it is like when you're used to it's taking so care of different. Like one pound micropremies in a level three, and you don't touch them if unless you need to. There's no interaction. They can't even open their eyes. Like, yep. When you're going from that to like, this kid is looking at you. He's laughing, <laughs> and like and just interacting i was just like what hi uh-huh <laughs> like hello sir i'm your nurse today <laughs> especially when they have a trach too trachs are just like they're a little terrifying um yeah. you get used to them but like yes. they're just it's so different it's just like drastically different than taking care of micro preemies yeah so but yeah we might sound a little too, ridiculous uh, not to discourage any of the level three girls out or girls and boys, sorry, people out there that want to travel and try try a level four because um, we both did it and it's mm-hmm. fine, you know, like yeah, you'll be fine. You learn. it's just you learn, you ask questions, you like yeah, get help if you need it, but you'll be fine. And it's a really really good experience because then you can straight up work anywhere. How is your work week or how is it going so far? I guess it's a Thursday so um well I we had some surgeries on Monday well actually when I say some it was one person but it was bilateral um and then we were off on Tuesday and then I didn't go to work yesterday or today because I'm sick and we have surgeries on Friday and we are (coughs) sorry we are not allowed to not be there so um I am sleeping and resting and I'm gonna drug myself up tomorrow and be there Emily, at 5 45 in the morning didn't you know you're not allowed to be sick yeah 
I'm not allowed to be sick. And if I am, I'm not allowed to miss work. If it's a surgery day, which I like, I'm grateful. I'm definitely grateful that I will like, you know, she's, I've been able to stay home these last two days. Cause I was like, I am so nervous about Friday. Like I don't want to, you know, feel the way that I do now. So I've just been sleeping and resting, but which is nice, Yeah. but just still having to be there because it's not like easy. Like we run our asses off. It's yeah. not like a casual like shift in the NICU where you've got like maybe a CPAP or maybe a feeder grower that like a little 34 week or something like that's a breeze. I could do that. I obviously don't go to work when I'm sick, though. I'm just saying like that's a very easy, chill day. Yeah. Not a lot of like effort. Um, but this is I'm running my ass off the entire day. Like, I don't get to sit. I don't get to drink water. I don't, like, have time to eat. Like, it's just... No. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, and one of the other girls is sick, too. At least she's not, like, in the back in the OR with me. She's up front in the pre-post, but still, like... I don't know. It's just, like, it sucks, like, having such a small team that we can't be off when we're sick yeah I I mean I just like I disagree with that you know like concept but I'll, I also understand like someone has to be there it's hard yeah it's just a hard thing with like jobs like this like also mm-hmm. with teaching um you know there's like certain jobs where it's just like you have a responsibility to like care for these humans but also yep. it's like what about yourself me what about me I'm a human yeah. and like I'm it's, ill. <laughs> and it's difficult because the surgeon has a like specific way and time expectation for everything like he expects surgeries to go at a certain rate so if like two of us are gone it's it's not gonna go at that rate right um and that is gonna be a problem for him you know so and but it's like also just shitty because it's not our fault it's also honestly not my boss's fault because the management company told us told them that we weren't allowed to hire any more full-time staff why (laughs) they're i don't have the budget for it so it's like she's like literally like i i i don't have anything that i can do Besides, like, hire some PRN nurses, but that also, I mean, like, that takes time, you know, and it's not like she's not trying to do that. Right. I know she's, like, interviewing people all the time, so it's not her fault. <laughs> it's just, yeah. the f- we just feel like we have to be there. That's the thing that's a little... Like, what is the solution, then? It's just so hard, because it's not going to be, like an enjoyable work environment for you all if you're not getting breaks you're not getting fed you're not Mm having getting water and you're not being able to like have replacements when you're sick and like all you know all of those things so inevitably people will leave um so what I mean it's the same with like so many nursing units but what is the solution like right like Like, like pull money from somewhere because like it's not fair treatment of your staff and she knows that too. She's like, people are literally going to leave if they aren't able to get 
breaks and blah, blah, blah. But she's also like, you're only doing, you know, these tough days one or two days a week right now. <clears throat> yeah, at least but, it's not every day, I guess. It's but tough. still, I, I don't want even one day a week where I don't get to drink water or eat food like those are literal basic human needs or get to go to the bathroom like that's just like and sure maybe I sound spoiled because I've never really had that problem in my last jobs like I've always been able to go eat or go pee whenever I want to and I know a lot of other nursing fields or you know um, specialties like they get their asses handed to them all the time so I feel like I don't really have a place to complain but like it shouldn't be that way across the board. So, and yeah. if I, yeah, it's, and especially doing that when I'm sick, I'm like, great, that seems like a really good idea. You're just going to carry out your cold longer. Like, you'll be sick all weekend because you didn't treat your body well tomorrow, you know? Exactly. It's just, it's just annoying. Exactly. But, you know, and I hear what you're saying about, like, other specialties for sure. And, yeah, I mean... I don't know, they can call us spoiled in the NICU or whatever, but at the same time, like that should like you said, that should not be the norm. That is No. It's wrong. Like and that's absolutely what, wrong. You know, and that's are starting what to realize, but that's also why California has like such strict labor laws. Like and they are very strictly enforced in the hospitals. Like if you don't go on a break within four hours your first four hours, like you hit that four hour mark, there's someone coming in there like, Hey, time to go. Like, you literally have to. So, that's nice. And I also, I mean, we've had our fair share of shifts where, like, our shit has been hit the fan and been handed to us, like, in the NICU as well. Like, don't get me wrong. But absolutely, I always, like, even those days, like, I have a 30 seconds to go, like, shove a bar in my face, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, with this, there's, like, no fucking downtime because it's terrible. He wants us to do 45 to 50 surgeries in a day. Like, it's at least five an hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're in, out, in, out, in, out. That's that's absolutely wild. It is wild. And I know, I mean... It's tough because he has this standard, but also, like, I don't think he really, he wants us to, like, not eat, but he doesn't give us the chance to do so. But that's also, he's kind of like, well, that's not my problem. That's why I hired people to, like, staff up, you know? Does he I don't know. No. (laughs) I asked him. I asked him. So we went out to happy hour, I think, last week, last Monday. Um, and the reps paid for it and he ended up coming and I, we were all, he like showed up after we were all there and we were all like, Oh, hello. <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> scary. Uh, and then he ended up sitting between me and my friend and I, it was only open chair and it was actually really nice, like chatting with him and actually getting to know him as like a human being and him getting to know us, um, versus, you know, he is a nice person. I think it's just like, he has expectations and that's how he likes things to be run and that's why he's so successful in what he's doing obviously he has his own surgery center so right um but I looked at him and he or he like joked he was like you guys ready for 45 and I just like started laughing and I was like I need water 
I literally yeah. told him, I was like, I need water. I need to eat. And I was like, do you eat? And he was like, um, no, not really. Uh, I just like, will go run and like shove something handheld in my face. Like he's like chips and salsa or something like that, like is what he'll eat. Like just something really quick and then get back to it. He's like, I don't expect everyone else though to live like that. And he's like, I want you guys to have like your your legal breaks and like everything. And I was like, Well, we literally yeah. can't do that right now. Oh, so there's no time to do that, it sounds like. And it's yeah, yeah that's so unhealthy. Oh my gosh. Especially if you're trying to freaking hit your macros. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Sarah, it's not going to happen. It's not. Like, because there's no way you can eat all of them, like, in the morning and then, I guess, you come back. But, ugh, yeah, it's a lot it's like, of protein and shit. I know. I got to, like, I got to make some, pre-make some breakfast or something for the morning. And then I can just, like, shove it in my face right before we start surgeries. Bring a bar. Yeah. If I have one. Some nuts. Yeah. I've been loving. She's one of the things that she sent me, and it's so simple, but I never thought to do this. But I do like the scoop of protein powder, mix it with the milk, and then yeah. oh, I s- I sent it to you. Like the that sounds so anyway. good. But it's so good, and then like the protein cereal. It's like so much protein, a few walnuts for your fat, and then a b- like. And I did measure my bananas today. I'm learning. It does help because it's like more or less than you think. Yeah, like because they're all different mm-hmm. sizes. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so good. It tastes like um. Like, I use a peanut butter uh, chocolate protein powder. Oh, so my God, yum. Like, it tastes like Cocoa Pops or something because it's, like, oh chocolate milk. Yeah. So that good. sounds so like, good. I'm going to try that. for me. <laughs> I was looking at some of mine yesterday, my meals, because I don't usually make um, what she puts in there. I just because I have been doing this for so long that I, like, make the same things. So right. I kind of don't you really venture out You have more experience, Yeah. I just have the same things that I eat, but it is nice to like look in there and be like, oh, that that does sound good. Actually, I should mix it up because I get bored. But I had a yogurt bowl, like a Greek yogurt yesterday, and I put peanut butter, some pistachios. I was really low on fats. Uh, Peanut butter, pistachios, coconut flakes. um, Oh, yes. And then I and then Cheerios. There was, like, Yum. one of the things in mine was, like, a yogurt bowl with Cheerios on top. And I was, like, ooh, that sounds super good. And it was yummy. Yeah, it's, like, things that you don't even think of. So. Yeah. You got to so you gotta be creative sometimes with getting, like, I mean, I get, I, I'm at, like, eight. I was at, like, 86 grams of fat a day. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a lot yeah. of fat. Um, and I feel like I've been, haven't been as good as, like, spreading it out throughout the day. And then I get to, like, the <laughs> evening and I'm, like, fuck, I've got. Like yeah. 50 grams of fat left <laughs> and that is like absurd to get in like it really is yeah, so hard lot. just like uh-huh. chugging all chugging olive oil just oh, like so that. foul <laughs> <laughs> avocado i guess yeah avocado, but i think i can't good. even eat avocado like that's one thing that i'm like not supposed to eat oh, it's really? supposed to, like for my it's supposed to be like inflammatory for my body or whatever that's um, sad i know I don't, you know, I like guac, but I don't really like avocado, like, by itself or, like, on things. Okay. Then you're fine. You're not Yeah. Guacamole is great. Yeah, Um, it's really good. Yeah. I gotta, like, figure it out. Maybe I should eat, maybe get more hummus and stuff, but. 
Yeah. I know. It is. But it's fun. Uh, it's kind of like a little puzzle. It is. It's like macro Tetris. <laughs> I literally call it yeah. that. Like, I think, like, some days I'm like, ooh, okay, what can I eat today? Like, and I, I do try and, like, pre-plan to an extent, like, my... Yeah days even if it's like I eat my breakfast and I'm like okay what can I like fit in for lunch and dinner um and I'm like it just is fun yeah it's like easier when I just follow like her recipes sure but at the same time I don't know I'm probably gonna start branching out more yeah but it's good it's a good starting place at least Mm -hmm. it definitely is what day is your check-in day um, Sunday, but I work Saturday, Sunday, so I'm thinking I'll just take pictures tomorrow to like, cause I don't know if I'll have to yeah. take like time to take them Saturday before or Sunday. Yeah. So I'll probably just take them like tomorrow morning, but yeah. yeah. For those yeah, of you who don't know, like, I mean, s- probably our regular listeners know what the heck we're talking about, but <laughs> those of you who don't know, um, we're talking about, um, our our coach sarah she has a program she was on episode 23 um and she is coaching both of us and um helping us with our nutrition and fitness goals and stuff Mm -hmm. and um she's so awesome that's Um, amazing and every week we check in with her and we have to like send in pictures in a form so this is my first week doing it so we will see how i know i'm so excited yeah you do like you weigh in once a week, you take progress pictures, which is like the most important like marker of your your success, I think, and then um, measurements as well oh. um, of your body. Yeah. I have to do that. Um, mm-hmm. That's it is cool though, because like you see you're like, Oh, I don't I like I haven't lost any weight, but I lost like an inch or like half an inch in my waist or something, and you're like, Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I'd love to have a waist. I've a waste <laughs> you're so funny you're gonna get it you're gonna get like those back muscles we're gonna have that hourglass shape we're gonna be looking good in savannah oh hell yeah and <laughs> at travcon next year <laughs> oh hell yeah we've been looking snatched i got all my dress i got all my dresses <laughs> i love that so much i was just like this is cute oh my god this is cute i was at the, the thrift store and yeah, I just kept finding all these cute ones, and I didn't send you a picture of one of them, but one's like a red velvet. And Ooh. I was also like, if I ever go out, if I ever <laughs> go out for um, New Year's in somewhere, that's oh warm, yeah, 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 that's like cute, cute, but whatever. They weren't expensive, so I was just buying them all. I love that. Okay. Yeah, I definitely need like to get things for next year now that like I know the vibe. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know how to fucking dress in Vegas. Like, that is not Not me. the norm. <laughs> no. Um, but, but it's fun. Was, it's fun. It is fun. It is fun. This episode, we wanted to focus on things that we wish we knew before we became nurses. Yes. And there's yeah. a lot. Like There's a lot. We realized, like, brainstorming this. We were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been great to know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, good and and negative things but I think if you have more of an idea of what you know negative things going into it then you can kind of combat those or figure out different ways to um yeah work around it yeah work through Um, it especially if you're 
as young as we were when we went to nursing school like Mm -hmm. it's crazy to think that um we were like 18 years old going off to college and saying we're going to be nurses um i think it was kind of a common job for a lot of high schoolers to kind of want to do because yeah science math healthcare, are um helping others like yep job security blah 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 um but I personally, like, didn't really have many experiences with, um, like, the hospital or nurses. Like, I've seen the nurses in the doctor's office who took my blood pressure and mm-hmm. um, weighed me. And that was kind of what I knew of nursing. But yeah. it is, obviously, as we both know, so much more than that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and there's so many different, you know, kinds. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, it really is. And that's kind of how I was too. Like I had a little bit of an experience in the hospital before. Um, but that was kind of once I decided that like, maybe I wanted to be a nurse. I like did a hospital internship and I also was like really trying to like beef up my like college applications. Yeah. But I did like a hospital volunteer internship and like, I don't think I liked that. So I don't really know. I think I was just kind of, it was like, Pretty sure it was like med surge units. And I'm just kind of like, I, I think I was like, I don't want to do that. So, but that doesn't, I mean, that's not all nursing, you know? So I think with that mindset, I was like, well, this is going to be, like we said, like a really good job, job security, um, which we kind of put down as one of the points. I think everyone knows that. That it like being a nurse, you have job security, you will always have a job. Um, but that was truthfully the reason why I became a nurse. Um, yeah. And it is it is weird um, to think about. Yeah, we went to you go to college at eighteen years old, and you're supposed to know what the hell you want to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Crazy. Like I was it's talking crazy. to my friend that's a dentist, and she said the same thing. She was like, "Yeah, I just like went to dental school." And like, I was supposed to know. And now I'm like, I don't know if I wish I had, like, if I should have done that. <laughs> and it's like, and yeah, I, you... I didn't have any like, um, uh, job fair or anything like that, that I remember. Like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really. Re- and I went to like this private school that, I mean, it was very like college focused. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't remember them really like telling us about the different options like I just remember thinking okay like my dad's an engineer I don't want to do that um (laughs) my mom is a recreational therapist and I would sometimes join her in high school to volunteer like she worked at like a senior center so I would see the nurses there like I would shadow them and I did not want to do that because I remember oh my god PTSD right here but I remember (laughs) following one of the nurses and oh there was this man with like diabetes and she took his socks off and all the skin like came Mm. with it you know Mm. and the smell and this was way pre-mask way (laughs) pre-mask so you're just smelling that rotting flesh I was like what the fuck is this like this is not what I want to do awful but I'm like yeah I'm gonna be a nurse like totally um so I guess I don't know I knew that like there was therapies I knew there was engineers I knew there was teachers of course which I always loved like I loved kids I loved teaching but I, I don't know 
I think I think my dad kind of directed me in the in the towards nursing too. I think he was kind of like, this is a wise choice because of job security mm-hmm. and I don't know all the other reasons. I think mm-hmm. he kind of probably. And my mom probably too. Like I think they both were kind of pushing towards it, and I wasn't opposed. And it just kind of was like, yeah. And it worked. I mean, it worked out. Here I am. Yeah, <laughs> right. I thought I was gonna be a forensic psychologist. Oh. Which like, still sounds fucking fascinating. Clearly, I have a fascination with serial killers um, <laughs> and crime. <laughs> Who but knows? That like, could be your next career after nutrition. Like, yeah, I'll just do it all. I also think, like, um, like just forensic science in general is super interesting. I don't know if I could do, like, crime scene stuff, though. Like, that freaks me out. But um, just forensic pathology and all of that is, like, super interesting. But I didn't do that. (laughs) I went to nursing school instead. I went to nursing school. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I feel like there's so many things that I didn't know. Oh my god, I had literally no idea what I was getting myself into, good and the bad, you know? Um, I guess maybe we, should we start talking about the positives or go to the negatives? Maybe like, let's end with the negatives. I mean, sorry, let's end with the positives so we end on a positive note. We could start with the negatives. (laughs) I'm thinking of so many more things, though, like now that I'm like really like reminiscing about my 18-year-old self, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I didn't even know how hard nursing school was going to be, to be honest. Like, it was hard. Yeah. Pharmacology? It is hard. Are you kidding me? That class was like, <laughs> like a joke. How did I get like, through? <laughs> like, it's so hard. And so, I mean, all the prereqs are really hard, too. Um, Like, your anatomy and physiology, your bio, your chem. Like, those are all very difficult classes. I had to take an organic chemistry for... um some of the schools that I was applying to like those are and you also have to take um what like nutrition a community like a speech and communication class Mm -hmm. which I was thinking about one of our like negative points um we like they need to incorporate communication like so much more into nursing school um Mm -hmm. because I was like a terrified little girl essentially like in in all of my clinicals like I didn't want to speak to anyone I was like absolutely petrified and then like just being a like a new nurse too like that you just don't have that confidence to communicate with your colleagues with your providers with your parents like you just I don't know I just feel like that needs to be practiced so much more in nursing school you're so right I was thinking about that I don't know if it was today, yesterday, but very recently I was thinking about that a lot. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of it comes with experience, unfortunately. Like, but I think a lot of it could be practiced and could be, Mm -hmm. you could be much better prepared um, in your nursing school and and your clinicals and and make it a focus. And because, yeah, uh, so much of our job is communication. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to pick up the phone. You have to yeah. be able to pick up the phone and call the doctor, um, call a parent. Like, I remember, th- oh my God, when I first started, um, my preceptor was like, um, do you want to give the update? And I, and I didn't. And I was like, you panic. 
I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. And, and, the, and then mom is going to know I'm, I'm a new nurse and that she's going to know I'm 22 and I don't know what I'm talking about. And she's going to ask questions. And, and so, like I said, a lot of it, you just have to, you have to like put yourself in uncomfortable mm-hmm. places and, and get that experience. And now it's like so easy, but, but still I, yeah, it does take time and practice um, and especially you need that like in hospital experience to get used to it. But I think there could be like an entire nursing communication course. Like you just, you just practice scenarios like all the time or like, or you like have to go talk to families and parents and like, I don't know. I just feel like it could be just so much better prepared yeah. I think I did have a communication course, but like the fact that I can't remember it says everything, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we had, we talked about like S bar and stuff, but we didn't like, you know, and I had, I took, I had to take like a speech class as a prerequisite, but oh, that's, interesting. that's not, that's not a nursing. lot of that stuff just makes me, uh, I know you guys can't see me, but it makes me roll my eyes because like S bar makes me roll my eyes <laughs> and <laughs> And care plans make me roll my eyes. Oh, my God. Fucking care plans don't exist. No. Okay. It exists on ethic, but not like like that. Like you click a few Not like what you, (laughs) not what you do in nursing school. Not at all. Like no one comes in and like reads for hours about their patient before they take care of them. You just get the patient and you fucking figure it out. Yeah. You don't have that kind of time. Like. A lot of the time, especially, well, I mean, not especially, but just from my experience working in the NICU, like, you come in at 7, you have report till 7.30, and if you have a kid eating at 8, you want to start pretty much right away. Like, you got to scrub in, you got to wipe your surfaces down, do your mm-hmm. safety checks, and begin. So you're not going to be sitting there, like, researching a chart for all of the background. Like, no, you want to have the main idea, and what are the orders? Boom, boom, boom. And then if you have and that's time why later, a solid report is so important, too. Yeah. Like, so important. Like, as if you know the kid, whatever, but I feel like there's people that just, like, skim over, like, the really important stuff, and you're like, I don't have, especially if a kid eats at eight, you're like, I don't have time to go look at all of that. Like, we need to go over the orders and report. <laughs> like, I know. I didn't even know what report was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, before a clinical, I was like, what is report? No, like, you just don't know anything. Um <laughs> You really didn't know much. And I knew, um, like, vaguely of, like, what night shift was, that nurses work night shift. But, like, I really, really didn't understand what that meant. <laughs> like, you can't really understand until you're put, you're put through it. Yeah. I would say that's, like, one really big thing that I wished that I knew uh, before becoming a nurse is just, like, the toll that night shift takes on your body and like I did that I started when I was 23 so I was fine I was like I could rally I can do this it was like you know I would bounce back I would not sleep after a shift and go hang out with people like but I really wish that I would have taken care of myself more I wish that I would have honestly never done it like I my co-worker was like yeah I never had I never did night shift She's what never was, done night shift, doesn't it? What was her job at a She's in, school? like, ER and oh. um, PACU and everything. But, like, her ER job, I think they just really need people on days. She didn't wow. have to do nights. And I'm like, wow, you freaking 
lucky, lucky girl. Um, but I would just say that is a huge thing that I wish I knew. I agree. And and to get off of it as soon as you can. <laughs> because I like I was like staying on it for the money, mm-hmm. which is really good. But like the freaking medical bills that I've like <laughs> tallied up for or like since then, probably it's as much as I was making, like Right. With all the shit that went wrong with my body for doing it for so long. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I I would say to any, um, if anyone is in nursing school that's listening right now, um, I would just say to be aware that night shift is probably a potential. However, if you really want to avoid it, there's there yeah. are nursing jobs out there that, that don't require it. I mean... If you want to go straight out of nursing school to a, an office or an outpatient center or school nursing or whatever, like, do it. There's don't do not like feel pressured by your nursing school that you have to work in a hospital because you don't. You absolutely or PACU don't. is like a great option too. Like they're not mm-hmm. going to be night shift, so just be aware of that. But if your dream is to become a NICU nurse, like. Yeah, you're, you're going to be expected to at least rotate for a few years. Mm-hmm. You really will be. And I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know any hospital has different expectations and requirements for their staff. But, like, you should, yeah, just know that. And and don't get me wrong. Like, night shift, you're, you're able to build, like, an amazing community with your colleagues like that's like where you make friends like it's it's really great um there's downtime it's really good learning opportunities except you're super sleep deprived (laughs) so I don't know how much those sink in um but yeah it's just like I don't know it really just messed up my whole body (laughs) and like mental health um and there's people that do it forever and ever and I don't know how but Everyone's different. Yeah. There was a point in time where I preferred nights, especially Mm -hmm. in the beginning of my travel career, because I just felt more comfortable. I was still a newer nurse. I was two years in and um, I still was young. I was 24, so I could still bounce back. And I was just like, hell yeah, I'll work night shift in any NICU. It doesn't matter because you're not really dealing with parents and the team and you're kind of Mm -hmm. like able to do your own thing more. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah like I I like the shit like the shift is way chill but and if you guys are interested let me find the episode real quick but we did a whole episode on um on night shift night shift tips night shift tips it's like way in the beginning yeah one of our first few we've been doing this for almost a year guys it's absolutely insane crazy it's episode 11 night shift tips perfect Um, yeah yeah take a listen that's a good one for sure um i could talk about it forever (laughs) yeah which we did we clearly talked about it for an entire episode so Mm -hmm. yeah but kind of going off of that like night shift definitely um makes the physical stress and the strain on your body worse but nursing in general is a very physical um career Mm mm-hmm and I guess you kind of know that maybe 
before going to nursing school, like, yeah, like, you know that you'll be, like, turning patients and everything. But even um, in the NICU, it's, like, it's surprising that mm-hmm. it's physical. Like, I have chronic, like, I'm so old now. I have chronic neck and back pain. And I know mm-hmm. it's from working because um, when I do care on the babies, I'm looking down and mm-hmm. my neck is strained and then charting and posture and the way that my arms are on the mouse and everything um, yep. over time, <laughs> over 12 hour shifts, like it really does affect my, like mm-hmm. I have to get massages like at least once a month now. And I still like most of the time I'm just like always in pain. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, it really does. Like, and honestly, just like standing for long periods of time um, or being on your feet for long periods of time is, <clears throat> it, it hurts. <laughs> like, it's exhausting. And I feel like my back, um, like lower back too, even when, even in the NICU, like you have to like move the beds or if you have to um, get to a baby in like a weird way, like we have these bigger cribs and you have to kind of like reach across it to like get your baby and move them. And if it's a, you know, 10, like a bigger kid, like it still can like, F up your back. Like, I feel like I've like tweaked it. And even with working, you know, this new surgery job, like moving our beds, I like, we have to have two people because I'm going to fuck my back up. Like, yeah. I like they're, I'm moving large humans, but like, it is difficult. Like, yeah, it's stupid shit, but it's, e- it's really easy to hurt yourself. Over time, too, it, you notice mm-hmm. how it takes a toll when you're new you know you can do anything but as the years go by yeah you really do start to notice these things and I'm sure (laughs) give me another six years and I'm gonna have another issue but yeah it really is a a, it's a career for the young and for the fit honestly because even this is something kind of specific to where I am now but I also think it's pretty common but I have to park like very far away and I have to walk in and it's no big deal for me I don't mind because I get my steps but like imagine if you're older or if you're mm-hmm. overweight, like that is like a huge inconvenience to have to like walk super far or like if you're running to a code, like you kind of have to be like spry and like, and like you were saying about getting in weird places, like sometimes there's mm-hmm. like IV poles and you have to like fit in this little space mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't imagine being any bigger than I am and I'm not yeah. like a stick, you know? Yeah, no, it's. It really is a physically demanding job. And like if you're yeah, running to a code, you can't do that. Like I've known nurses that like literally have to like sit all the time. Like they can't like walk around or like they have like a little, I don't know, scooter, scooter or like they're on oxygen or, um, and yeah, I've always had to walk pretty, pretty far too from my car. So I don't, yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Or if you're pregnant. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I saw this girl, and my my friend, my traveler friend at my job now, she's due in January. And at the end of the shift, she goes, look at my ankles. And they were like twice the size they should have been. And I was like, oh my god, like you don't even realize that. Like, mm-hmm. And she's not complaining, you know. I'm just like, dude, because you, you have to take care of these kids. And you're like, you are on your feet all day. And oh my gosh felt bad wear your compression 
stockings. Like seriously, I wish I, I don't know if I even started that when I first started nursing, but like do it. And it's so worth it. Like you're going to just help your veins and your circulation and like everything. Like I know nurses that have been doing this for 20 plus years and they're like, yeah, I've never worn them. And I'm like, do you want to have varicose veins? Like, do you want, like, I don't understand. Like your legs are going to look like shit. Yeah. Um, wear your compression stockings. They are, can get, I mean, at the end of the day, they can hurt honestly because, but that's because your freaking feet and like your ankles are swelling. Like right. I know when I don't wear them, like I have cankles. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. It's disgusting. And over time, yeah, it's the, it's those little things that you can do to help yourself over time and get the right shoes and, you know, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knew how important shoes would be? <laughs> like, yeah, you, you, you have to be able to stand in them for 12, 13 hours, like, and move fast. And like, I know dance goes are kind of like the go-to shoe. Um, and I wore them for years and years and years. But it's kind of scary, like, running in those. Like, I've, like, almost twisted my ankle so many times. Same. They're dangerous. What the heck? They They're are. canceled. I'm done Walking in the snow in those is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All the, like, videos about them and stuff, it's so true. It's like, click, clock, click, clock. And you're just, like, Like, you know when someone's wearing like a them. Giraffe. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. I brought so them back funny. for my Philly assignment because all the girls were wearing them there. But... I donated them since I've I've gotten rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I think I still I think I donated mine, oh, or they're still in my garage or something. But, um, yeah, it's wild. Um, <laughs> the nursing trends are wild. They really are. The nursing trends are so interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, another thing too that I think is becoming a lot more um openly talked about but it really wasn't um years ago when I started but it's just your mental health in this career uh it can really take a hit we you know we're in the business of sick people like we take care for sick people and those people sometimes die and or you just see like really really heavy heavy stuff not even even if it's not death but like these people are going through just like what is probably the most traumatic event that they will ever go through. And we see that day in and day out. And yeah, we don't talk about that. And we don't like, you need to take care of yourself in that way because it's, it's really sad and it can get to you or like you get to a place where you're used to it. Yeah. You become like kind of numb and callous. Mm-hmm. Or you make and really inappropriate jokes. <laughs> which is like what we have to do to like get through it to cope. Like that's our coping mechanism. It, and you kind of don't, you don't really realize how much it affects you. I don't think. Yeah. Um, even if you think you're okay, I feel like. I was, I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I'm like, why am I like anxious? Or like, da, 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 like all the time. And I'm like, well, it's probably because I see terrible things. Yeah, time. and I think it can come out, like, not immediately. It can come out later. It's weird how all that works. Um, mm-hmm. But, 
Yeah, and we were kind of mentioning this in the episode that's going to come out next week, but with Lindsay and Renard, we, you know, when we were talking about, like, the sounds and the alarms and stuff mm-hmm. and just, like, the fatigue. how, yeah, you're on such, like, high alert all day long, and then you're so tired when you come home, and it's, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's crazy. Like, I we were just taught, me and some coworkers were just talking about this really sick kid on the unit who, he he has heart failure, like, he's not going to live he has so much going on he's uh, he won't survive very long like we're keeping him alive and it's one of those ethical things of like is it better to just like let him go now or like keep continuing to torture this child until he inevitably passes away later on whether or like i don't know is he on the transplant list um i don't know about that i'm not sure um but yeah, there's just like a lot of sad cases like that, and then again, and mm-hmm. then you're kind of just like, mm, poor thing. Like, but what? You're you're not gonna cry about it. You don't have time for that. Like, you're kind or of you just can't. like going about your day, but then that can hit you later on, like after your mm-hmm. shift, and um, you can't process every single thing that you see. Like, you can't like take that in to your yeah. your mind and your body because it's, oh, we would explode. Like, we would. I wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> like, you kind of have to. You have to put up a wall. Yeah. And another thing, too, that I was going to kind of comment on, like, just the strain on your body and, like, your mental health and whatnot, you think that having, working three shifts and having four days off, you're going to be able to be, like, super healthy, like, work out, have a really good routine. (laughs) And, oh, my God, it is so hard. You are so exhausted on your days off. Like, so exhausted. And there's no fucking way that you're... I mean, people do this. And I have been guilty of doing, like, a quick 30-minute workout. But there are people that straight up, like, get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym for, like, an hour before their 12-hour shift. And, like, then you get home at 8 p.m. I just, like, physically couldn't do that. God bless them. Yeah, I wish I could. But even today... So I worked two days, drove home last night, and then I went to bed around... 11 maybe and Eric and I actually had full intention of going to the gym together because we we'd never work out together so I was excited and we were gonna he was gonna help me lift today like because I was nervous about doing like the bench press and stuff which I figured it out on my own it was fine but we had full intention of going to the gym at eight so we would have woken up at like seven and the alarm went off and I was like no literally Mm -hmm. no (laughs) I'm so tired I slept until I think um like 10 I think I slept for 11 hours yeah which is great it's crazy I was like I clearly needed it though I'm I was yeah you gotta listen to your body but it's it's exhausting it really is bad and you make yourself feel guilty because I'm like why am I not taking advantage of this day off I want to Mm -hmm. I want to do everything but it's um yeah like it's like a learning curve of like and and we're obviously still learning it's hard but you have mm-hmm. to give yourself some grace because our job is, like you said, mentally, emotionally, physically demanding. So allowing yourself to rest when you need it is totally so important. So important. It's mu- And it's more important than getting that workout in and all of that. Like you really have to like let your, let your mind and your body heal before you put more stress on it from working out, which is really what it is. But it it's hard it's a really tough balance it really is especially with working night shift 
that is like, I don't even have words for it. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. I just feel like when I was on street nights, it consumed my life more. Like, Mm -hmm. because it feels like you have less time off because you're sleeping for so much of your, you know, and you're not really like Mm -hmm. present during the day as much like with your friends and family. My God, I was a zombie. It's like very all consuming and it's easy to get caught up with even like work drama and. um, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, that's why another reason why I like traveling so much is because I don't get consumed by that. Like I get to leave that all behind and then I take months off at a time. So I'm not, that's not really like I get to kind of avoid those issues, but yeah, um, it's a way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Highly recommend. (laughs) So great trying (laughs) yeah um yeah dang yeah these are all kind of negative that's okay they're all really positive soon but i don't sorry it makes me sad but that's okay there are positives about it i think it's good to know about all this though too so you can kind of set yourself up for success right right um another thing we wanted to mention was as a nurse you're never just the nurse. I mean, you can take that in a lot of different ways. Um, your your role is kind of all encompassing. You're um, you're a little bit of everything. You're a therapist. You really are. You're a social worker. You're the secretary. Sometimes you have to be the doctor, and you have to make the calls, and m- be like, "Can you put in this order? This is what this kid needs." You're also or you have the to housekeeper too. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're all of it. <laughs> Which, again, I think would be really helpful to have more courses on not on just like therapeutic communication. That would be so helpful because you end up being like the therapist and social worker for these families, like especially if you're working night shift because there isn't a therapist or a social worker on at night. Like you have to. And I don't. I don't, a 23 year old me has no fucking idea what to say to a mom whose baby is super sick in the NICU. Like, I have no, re- I don't know how to relate to that at right. all. Um, and in any field, I feel like it would just be really, I mean, we probably touched on it in nursing school, but clearly, again, it didn't stick. Like, I feel like that is so much more important than working on your those care plans for hours and hours and hours. Like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's such a big focus on nursing school on, yeah, like you said, the care plans. And then just like all those courses, like you're learning so, so much, like um, science and everything. Um, and there are those like nursing specific courses. Yeah, but... I don't know. I don't know how you met you for me. At least I don't know if I really learned this way, but I don't know how much I can really learn from a course on like communication or ethics. Like I had an ethics course oh, in yeah. nursing school, but like how, okay. Like it's all fake and it's all like not real scenarios. It's so different when you're like, our job is it's an in-person like mm-hmm. real life, like physical crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, the only the way you can do it is, like, by doing experience. it. But it may be, like, a course that, like, your clinical literally is. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know how it would work, but like just all communication. Like that's how you, you're always in rounds. You're always like yeah. listening to people talk to parents or talk to families and like then you get to try and like that's what you do all day. Yeah. Versus like More the tasks. Clinical. Yeah. The ta- I don't like you get it. Like, I don't know. Because you're not really even doing the tasky things. In clinical, like it's you're watching the nurse do it. I don't know. I just feel like those things you're gonna get with repetition, you're gonna get that. But like figuring out what to say to family members when their family member is really sick or dying, like that. Ooh. <laughs> Absolutely, because I've learned most of my communication from listening to other nurses speak. Like mm-hmm. that's why the pods are great. Like I really was happy to learn in a pod environment because I was learning what I didn't even realize that I was learning. But I remember if I was in a pod with an experienced nurse and I was listening to them talk to the families Mm -hmm. about something, I I would learn something every day because I'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. Or like, oh, I'm going to remember that when I'm talking. That's a a really good way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that are working in like a single room environment, um, it's harder, but try to learn from your coworkers and just like, I don't mm-hmm. know, don't be afraid to ask questions. I know we say that all the time. I was working with um, a new grad and she was so cute and I, I clearly made her feel comfortable, but she was asking me a lot of questions and she was texting her friend who was on the other side of the unit cute. and her friend was like, do you know how to do a urine sample? And, and was like nervous to ask the nurses in her area. For help and I was like oh my gosh I was like don't be afraid like you can't be afraid you have to do it like because no one expects you to know everything no absolutely not and there are some nurses that are going to be mean but yeah majority of them are going to be really nice and helpful I feel like yeah I know that's I know, it's, it's sad. sad when they're not it's scary because like we've all been literally all have been there <laughs> like, yes it's so hard to be a new grad. Like, oh my god, it's it really terrible. Is. And at the time, I didn't think it was, but now looking back, I'm like, it was it's terrible. really hard. <laughs> it's really traumatic. So much crying. Oh my god. Always getting the sickest kids. Wow. Um, sad. I know. <laughs> oh, we talked about all the negatives. Um, yeah. But on to the positives. <laughs> on to the positives. Um, I mean, the nursing field does open up a lot of opportunities for you career-wise. And we kind of touched on this earlier. Like, you do not have to go into the hospital. Um, and that's kind of like what I feel like all of us are taught, that you have to go and get your experience in the hospital before you do anything else. And, like, that's not true. It really isn't. Like, you can do anything that you want within this field and it doesn't have to be patient care which is kind of nice I didn't realize that as I went through my speaking (laughs) if going back to school is your thing or like a lot of people know from the beginning that they um want to be a nurse practitioner or they want to be a nurse anesthetist um and hey more power to you (laughs) but yeah I mean there are like those are great jobs. Like there's no doubt about it. And there, and especially the nurse practitioner, you can do so many different things with it. Like 
I mean, you kind of have to specialize when you're in school. Like if you want to do mm-hmm. family or, or neonatal, God bless you. Um, pediatric <laughs> or geriatric, you know, you can kind of specialize, but you could work in a doctor's office and, um, you know, you're not, you're not listening to monitors all day. You're not like coding people. Like you're mm-hmm. just not just, I mean, you're, you're doing very important work, but it's a little bit less stressful than the hospital setting. Um, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think nurse anesthetists are awesome too. I, I don't think it's for me, but I think Ser- it's really cool. Seriously. Like I, I have thought about it very briefly, but it's so much schooling and it's so hard that I'm like, hmm. Mm. But you make so much money. Yeah. So much money. You kind of have to like, I mean, you have to have like a 3.5 or something. Like you have to do really well in your undergrad to be able to like get in, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Which I probably wouldn't be able to get in, so. <laughs> yeah. I did okay in nursing school, but I'm like a very, like, I have to get A's. Like, I'm that person. I'm so freaking type A. It's, like, ridiculous. Even in this my grad school programs, I'm like, I got a point off? Wow. What did I do wrong? Like, it's ridiculous. That's so funny. Um, I don't know. I'm crazy. But, um, so I'm I probably... too chill. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, like, rein it in. Um, but... I'm all about fine. the balance, but... I uh, I mean, I did well. I had like a three, four, I think. I did well. That's great. But, um, yeah, that's... It I, literally like, doesn't matter unless, no. right, unless you want to go to grad school or like... Yeah. It, I don't know. It just doesn't matter. You're not going to... I don't know. My friend Cheyenne, who you kind of know, you know of anyway, mm-hmm. but she like um, was like my first and best friend in nursing school and everything. And I remember she would be like, did you start this project yet? And I was like... I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, it's due next week. And I'll be like, I'll probably do it the night before. Like, chill. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yes, and I'm Cheyenne just like, and I what are you talking person. about? <laughs> my God, that's funny. Oh, my God. She'd be like staying in on the weekends. Like, I have to study. And I was like, I'll be going out. <laughs> well, see, I will say that I had a really good balance. I feel like Nina, my friend, um, like procrastinated a little bit more. But you know, we got, always got our shit done and we also like went out on the weekends. Like I was not like, like sometimes if we're like, okay, we have a big test. Like we can go out one night and then we have to study this day. You know, it was like, we went out. We had a little bit too much fun a lot of the time. Hey, Um, it's college. Like you're only going to be that young once. Like I feel like it was so as long as you do it in moderation and like, and you're passing your classes, then you're good. You're golden. Exactly. Oh, it was so fun. I loved college. Me too. <laughs> Highly recommend going to college in San Francisco. Such a blast. Oh, I bet. Oh my gosh. It's just so cool. Such a different experience. Like it's not like the super traditional college experience where everyone like it's a commuter school. I went to SF State. Like it's a commuter school. Like no one like I lived on campus my first year, but in like it was like an apartment because I had no idea where to live. And then met my best friend Melanie who's in my wedding so then we lived together for the next couple of years but then you just get to like I don't know you get to explore the city and do all these other things that I feel like you don't really get to do as much in like with like a really big 
like college town. You know, yeah. you just get to live in San Francisco and then go to school. So fun. It's just so different. It was so fun. So Ugh, I love that. Pittsburgh was college town. So it was yeah. fun. Which also sounds cold. like a blast though. It was fun. Yeah, like that. I know. I'm like both experiences sound amazing. Yeah. But definitely, I mean, if you're able to and you want to, I think a four-year school, I mean, that's what we both did. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and we were able to like, yeah, go out and do school and join club, you know, like to have yeah. a little bit of everything. But I also... I still work. I worked probably 30 hours a week. Oh, wow. What did you do? Like, I worked in, um, I worked at the library for a little bit and then I worked in um, a restaurant. Oh, that's cool. Doing like, I was like a <clears throat> like cashier, runner, espresso bar situation <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I think that's fun. I think it's fun. It to was have fun. Something that's not healthcare, like especially in the beginning, because it. I don't know when else are you going to be able to do that? Yeah, it was a freaking blast. And then I started doing, um, like being a brand ambassador for like alcohol brands so I would go and like do little events and like give samples of like Smirnoff and like all these little things and then um you do like events at bars and stuff which was really fun and then that got me a job doing cocktail waitressing which Who was is she as well. <laughs> I didn't know that at all that's so cool yeah I was <laughs> that's fun I was a little, um, what did I call it? Like a little Smirnoff girl or like we did Crown Royal, um, bullet bourbon, like just a little, I did wine. I would like sell wine in Costco. <laughs> like, what oh the fuck God. I was talking about? <laughs> you were just a baby. I was a baby. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I was a baby. Yeah. It was fun though. It was, that was like a really good experience and getting like, you just have to talk to people. Yeah. That You're forced to speak to people a little bit, you know, yeah. in a way, yeah. you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, um, I worked at Starbucks. Oh, for a little cool. bit. I don't college. think I, I didn't know that. That's yeah, fun. For like a year. It was fun. So I know what's in all the drinks. Don't drink oh it. Oh my God. I didn't them. know that. <laughs> Here we are learning new things about each other. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I love it. Our post should be a little picture of you and like edited with your Oh, I'll. Alcohol. I'll get one. I'll find one. <laughs> me, I have a lot. My Starbucks hat. My visor. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like what we did in college. Yeah. I have lots of pictures of that. So because we had to take pictures like, at every event. So wow. Yeah. 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 But you made a, away. I made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Like, it was minimum twenty five dollars an hour. But then you got travel, and then you got a lot of times they'd have bonuses. Um, or like up charges. So sometimes you'd make like 50 to a hundred dollars an hour to work an event. Like Melanie and I worked New Year's Eve event one time and we both made like a hundred dollars an hour. Um, by nursing. Yeah. I literally, I joke about this because I straight up took a pay cut to take my first job in Colorado Springs. It's making $25 an hour doing this. And I could have been working full time if I wanted to work that many events. And then I went, to making $23.73 an hour as a nurse. Oh my god. Like just saving babies. Or Isn't that ridiculous? Slinging alcohol. 
Yep. Yep. Oh, Absolutely man. absurd. Hey, everyone listening, if you're in college, just, you know, just listen up. Because you might want to reconsider. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> um, let me know if you're interested because I uh, can tell you guys what the uh, company was that I worked for and uh, hook you up probably I don't know get you talking to the right people (laughs) about that job it's great I thought about when I moved here I thought about doing it because I was like why don't why not if that's out here why not keep doing it but I didn't want to drive it was mostly up in Denver and I didn't want to drive up there because it seemed far to me at that time in my life yeah that makes sense Um, I think I made like 725 at Starbucks (laughs) sweet very cool I think so I made like eleven dollars an hour at the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus tips. Yeah. We I didn't I didn't get any tips. Very cool. So. Seven fifty an hour. So that's like you I, that's literally one drink. That's how much a drink costs. I know. I know, and I would I mean, work it was like four hours, like a four-hour shift. You know, like I wasn't working all day. Like, <laughs> like $28 like before taxes jeez that's That's so like I thought it was cool like I was like "Mm, (laughs) sorry I don't mean to shit on anyone who works at Starbucks it is cool like and I'm sure they make a lot more money an hour now (laughs) And, like, you get tips normally, but since we were on campus, we didn't get tips. That's why. So, no, I'm absolutely not shitting on it. I, I enjoyed no. it. It was fun. It's just fu- I'm making fun of myself, if anything. How many hours a oh. week did you work? I have not many. Like, maybe, like, 8 to 12. Like, it was just a little Very. side. I was like, how much a week were you making? No, like, maybe 100 bucks. Like... But that's a good amount when Booze you're in money. college, though. Yeah, like, you know, if you're already eating at the dining hall or whatever, you know, you're, mm-hmm. everything's pretty much paid for. Exactly. So. Yeah, but it was just fun. And then I became hilarious. PCT, um, like on the mother baby. And that was great. And I made like maybe 12 an hour. And I was like, ooh, I I'm mean, rolling in it. <laughs> that's a lot more an hour. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good. I think I made twelve dollars an hour as a CNA. Yeah, and then I quit. Yeah, what unit were you on? Uh, it was a assisted living. Oh, and then I bless your like, heart. Bye. <laughs> it was really bad. It was. Yeah. It was really sketchy. Um, and I was like, I can't work here. This is not for me. <clears throat> yeah, but that always makes me sad because those are the places that need such good like CNAs and nurses and stuff mm-hmm. and. And no one wants to do it, and it's sad. It is really sad. Totally agree. Wow. Okay. Um, well, we went on a tangent there. So career advancement. <laughs> yeah, career advancements. There's lots of opportunities. <laughs> and more than um, just um NP and uh, nurse anesthetists. Like nurse education is a great mm-hmm. option. And Lindsay will talk about that more in our mm-hmm. episode next week. So uh, stay tuned yeah, for stay that. Stay tuned. Um, what else? Like management. Get a yeah, nursing management, get a master's in that. Um, I mean, you could get a master's in, like, public health administration. You could get um, in so many different things. Um, and you also don't necessarily, like, have to get a higher degree if you kind of just, like, work your – I mean, there's 
only so much I feel like you can work your way up to in nursing, but um, I mean, you can work your way up to charge, you can become an assistant manager, and you don't have to have um, a degree to be management that way if that's kind of something you want to do. Um, yeah, I think the biggest positive, though, for nursing is the opportunity to travel. Yeah. Duh. We can both <laughs> agree on that. Yeah, I don't think we have to really go into a lot of depth about that. Um, but obviously, you can listen to any of our episodes where we talk about it incessantly. <laughs> yeah, we have tons and tons of hours of us talking about it. But I'll just say mm-hmm. one sentence. <laughs> But yeah, I just think for me, it's the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I, it allows me to do what I love, care for people, care for the babies that I still love, even though it's a hard job and all of the negatives that we talked about. It does to me, like the pros do outweigh the cons. And mm-hmm. it's be- for me, it's because of traveling, um, the money and the, the time I'm able to take off and all the things. And yeah, check out our other episodes for more. totally (laughs) totally i i i mean we could talk about it but this episode's already super long so don't even know if you've gotten to this point in it so far (laughs) um (laughs) next um and i think hannah and i are a really good example of this but really just the community and the friendships that you can build within nursing um it's just a different bond that you make with with your coworkers. i think um working night shift especially you really really can bond with those that you're working with and you guys get each other you know like you guys are all going everyone's going through the same stress and you can kind of like commiserate together sometimes I feel like it can get a little like I mean all nurses talk about outside like outside of work is work I feel like a lot of the times and that can get a little like negative like you gotta like (laughs) be able to not do that but um you still can all like understand each other and you have people to call when you're like wow I had a really fucking terrible day yeah and And my spouse doesn't understand yeah yeah Yeah, I think I made lifelong friendships when I um well in nursing school we I bonded with people and you know made best friends that way um in my first job Mm -hmm. I ended up living with someone that I started with um went to Europe with another friend that I started with um and and traveling like I think that's Mm -hmm. another example of like yeah like you just like you said you get each other you really do and you lean on each other it's nice it's a great community that's Mm. for sure and like I mean, I know we talk about this all the time, um, but like TravCon was another, like we were so uplifted after that. Like we were Mm -hmm. like, this is so cool. Like we're Mm -hmm. all the same. Like we're all so similar and have such cool stories and experiences and passions. Um, So that was really cool to see too. It really was. I totally agree. I loved that. Yeah. yeah, those are just some of the things we wish we knew before starting nursing. And if uh, you guys have any questions beyond any of that, like, holler at us. 
<clears throat> you can send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram, drunkordelirious, and TikTok uh, at drunkordelirious. We'd love to yes. hear from you. <laughs> yes. And yeah, stay tuned for next week with um, our episode with Lindsay and Renard. It's going to be another really good one. They're awesome. So can't yeah. wait for that one. Yes, that's going to be such a good, good, good episode. They're incredible. And they were inspiring, too, just to chat with them. So um, definitely stay tuned. And if you feel so inclined, rate, review, and subscribe to um, our podcast on Spotify or Apple. Yes, Or Google or Amazon. We're on all of them. But wherever you listen. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at Delirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.